We want to thank our sponsor, BenderLift. BenderLift is a patient lift device that buckles handles around the patient's torso so firefighters can safely lift patients of any size with ease. The most injury-prone non-fire ground activity a firefighter does is lift a patient. If you're lifting heavy patients, and let's be honest, all of us are, then you're going to want to check out the bender lift so you can avoid getting injured from lifting a patient. Vince, have you ever lifted up a heavy patient? Or any patient at all? Um, I've blown my back out so many times lifting heavy patients. I can't count the number of times. So something like bender lift is a pretty awesome product, especially if it's going to save me from... Uh, having to lay up from the job or go to medical or just work the rest of my day in pain. Absolutely, and they'll, they'll let anyone try it out for free. Doesn't matter what your role is within the department. Just sign up for a free field trial on their website and they'll send you a set of bender lifts to try out for a month or so, absolutely free. We use them in our department and I recommend you give them a try. Just Google bender lift to watch some videos and sign up for a free trial. Bender lift, the new slogan should be bender lift, save your back, <laughs> save your back. Welcome back to Chicago's Bravest Stories. Uh, today, we have an interesting guest with us, Lieutenant John Nurgis from the University of Notre Dame Fire Department. How are you, John? I'm good, but interesting, I don't know about that. But well, okay. I guess that, <laughs> I, I guess that will be uh, determined later, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate you having uh, spending the time uh, to talk with us. I know we've been kind of working on getting something together. And before the whole COVID thing happened, we were going to run out there and do a remote. You guys were kind enough to invite us out and um, have us do a remote with you guys and actually record at your uh, fire department which is still something we're going to do. But in the meantime, we kind of wanted to have you on just to kind of um, uh, talk with us for a little bit. Can you, I'm one of those people who did not realize that the University of Notre Dame had their own fire department. Can you just give us a little bit of history um, about that? Notre Dame uh, is the oldest campus fire department in the country. Um, started in uh, 1846 with a little bit of a, if you want to call it a fire department. Um, and then what really made the fire department go, they had a uh, fire at the uh, at the Golden Dome, and they, they burned the building down. So Father Thorne, who um, discovered Notre Dame University, decided well, they needed a real fire department. So 1879 was when the fire department was truly created. 1846, they basically was a bucket brigade type of situation then. Um, but in 1879 was when uh, the fire department started. Wow. I had no idea that there, there's ever been a fire in the Golden Dome. Yeah. Whoa. There's actually been a lot of fires on campus. Uh, in recent years, not so much because the uh, protection that we have in the buildings. Um, but prior to the protection, you know, workers working on the roof or whatever contractors and something happens and, and have fire start, you know? Wow. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're protected. I'd say probably 95% of our buildings are sprinkled. Every building is alarmed, but about 95 are sprinkled. What's a, what's an average, uh, call volume for you guys out there? And let's, let's take it, um, from, you know, during the football season. Cause I imagine that's a little busier for you guys. 
Well, when I first started at Notre Dame, I retired from a fire department in North Notre Dame called Clay Fire Territory. I had 27 years there as a captain, and I was hired in at Notre Dame as a lieutenant. So my first year uh, was 2017, and I was hired February of 2017. And that year, we were really busy. We had almost 2,400 runs that year out of one firehouse. And um, games are crazy. We bring in all our staff on games, and we also bring in, we have on-call that work for us, and we put them out in carts, out in the out in the lot, because of tailgating or what have you. Like golf carts? Golf carts, yeah. Golf okay. carts. And on an average game day, I'm, I'm saying average, we'll do probably 40, 45 runs in a 24-hour period. Now, mind you, that's outside of the stadium. That does not include all the medical emergencies inside the stadium, which they have other personnel that work inside the stadium to take care of that. But as far as our call volume goes, it, we anything outside the stadium is what we count. Now, I think the first year we were playing um, Georgia, and that day was the busiest day we ever had with 74 runs in a 24-hour period. Wow. Um, it was crazy. It's crazy. So um, you guys have a private provider who provides the inside, like a contract or something like that? Well, they're actually part of the fire department. They're nurses, basically, uh, part of the fire department. Uh, we have a gal that takes care of, of that side of things. We also put uh, South Bend Fire Department comes in. They bring medics in, and they work in the stadium along with some of our guys because there's in the stadium, there's three buildings there. Um, so we put a fireman in each building along with a paramedic. And then we have an engine company that actually goes into the stadium. Because uh, a lot of times they've got to get people out of the stands, so they got to use a stair chair and, and, you know, trying to fight the, the crowd. It's a, it's a big deal. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it's really a big deal. It's a, it's a fun day. Um, you see a lot of things. Uh, you meet a lot of people. Uh, our firehouse is open, and we get people from all over the country that, that stop in. And it's it's very interesting to be there on a game day. What type of uh, your firehouse in particular is it? An engine truck? What what kind of apparatus do you guys got in there? We have a we have a two story two bay firehouse. Uh, it's built in 1945. Now the other one was tore down many many years ago. But we have uh, we have a main engine is, is the HME a Rat. It's a real short wheelbase pumper, and basically it looks funny. However, it's very versatile. By the fact we can drive on the sidewalks because some of the buildings we have to use the sidewalk to get to. Oh yeah, the way it's placed. Yeah, and you guys got so this. We, you guys got this Ford Bronco to rip around in then. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we have that engine, and then we have a regular full-size engine, which is our, our reserve engine. And then we have a little squad, if you will, um, has a pump on it as well. So we, uh, have, pick up or... we have we have two rigs that are basically in service 24-7. And our personnel, we have four people on duty uh, each day. So we have two and two, which is not safe, obviously, but, I mean, we make it work. Um, but then on game days, we have obviously more personnel that, that ride the rig. So. Yeah, pretty pretty good compliment. How many stations do you guys got? One, just one. one. Just one. one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot going on for one station. Yep. And we protect not only Notre Dame's campus, but we protect uh, St. Mary's campus, which is the girls' school across 
Yes, uh, yes, it is. I was, <laughs> and uh, uh, we have Holy Cross Junior College, which is south of that. And then we also do mutual aid to um, Clay and South Bend Fire Department as well. And that, that's not all the time. That's, that's hit and miss. Right. I got you guys an ALS it. department, John? Do what? Are you guys an ALS department? Um, no, we are not. We're a BLS. Uh, we do have two paramedics on duty. Um, they were hired last year, but uh, no, we're we're just BLS at right now. I'm not sure if we're ever going to go further with that because um, we have the ambulance very close because um, we got Clay's got ambulances up and has ambulances. So, so they're within just a couple minutes of the campus. So, Oh, so you guys don't have an ambulance in your firehouse at all? No, we do not. Now, on game days, we, we do. We have, uh, they bring South Bend, brings up probably four ambulances, I think it is, and, and we have one that runs strictly out of the firehouse for, you know, stuff that happens on campus. The other ambulances, they go to the stadium and transport people from there to the hospital. Do you have to be Catholic to be uh, a member of the <laughs> University of Notre Dame Fire Department? Is that a criteria? <laughs> Well, that's interesting. I don't know about that. I'm Catholic. So, yeah. There's uh, there's at least preference points, you know. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> so, John, what's uh, wow? I mean, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. The call volume you guys are working with, everything you guys got going on with um, with game days. I mean, what is what is the wildest game days you guys have had playing? Who's the big rival? Is it Georgia? Well, no. You've got no. You got USC. Uh, That's UFC, probably yeah. one of the big, the biggest ones. And then every once in a while, you'll have an Alabama come in, you know, or uh, one of those. Oh yeah, Michigan, yeah. Michigan too. I, I I don't like Michigan, so I I forget about Michigan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Michigan, Michigan's a big one. Um, and those games, the big games, obviously, were much busier. I mean, we have the same amount of crowd, but for whatever reason, we're we're much busier on those days. And a lot of times the um, big schools that come in to play uh, are night games. So basically, oh, if boy. it's a night game... Just to juice it up and, a little bit more, huh? Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we come in at nine, 9 in the morning, and we don't get off until 2 in the morning. That's what the, basically the shift is if you're coming off shift. Um, so it's a long day. It really is a long day. Well, can I assume that most of your runs during game day are alcohol-related? Well, you could say that. You could say that. Well, yeah. Nobody's going to judge you, John. I mean, it's just, if, if they are, they are. No, I mean, the majority of them are, yes. And yeah. then, obviously, you know, you fall. And yeah. probably attributed to that as well. To the alcohol. Yeah. Well, How about any, yeah. uh, you know, being such a prestigious and well-known university, uh, what about uh, some famous people that have walked through the doors of your firehouse? Oh, my goodness. Um. Well, we've had football coaches, obviously. Uh, we've had several Chicago guys. We've had New York guys, big big chiefs come through the door. Um, the uh, Obviously, we get some big priests that come. Um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think if I've, I've met anybody that famous type that has come through the door. Seven. I don't think I have. Wow. Um, I mean, it's it's but, all it's all null and void once Vince shows up. You know, right, once, right. once Vince shows up, well, I'm going up, there and the I'm most... like, "Where's Rudy sleep?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, that's my. I can, I can show you though where uh, Frank Leahy, uh, one of the coaches many years ago, he stayed. Oh yeah, he had a room in the firehouse. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, so, boy. Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, because the way it worked back in the day, um, across the street we have a power plant. So the brothers, they would work at the power plant, and they would live at the firehouse. So if there was a fire during the day, they would leave the power plant, like a volunteer organization, yeah. and, wow. and go get the rig and then go, go on the run. So as the time went on, the brothers would stay in the firehouse, and then they started uh, getting students. Uh, in lieu of room and board, they would stay at the firehouse, and then they would make runs with the guys. Wow. Um, that stopped in the, uh, I want to say it was like the mid, early 80s, mid 80s is when the student firefighters stopped. Yeah. Um, right, right around, right point. around the time when the cost of tuition went up, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> or somebody yeah. ruined it for everybody. Yeah, or <laughs> very likely. Very. <laughs> That's usually when things stop in the fire department. <laughs> when one person ruins <laughs> That's it. That's true. That's true. How about uh, any notable runs for you, John? I'm sorry, Lieutenant. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my first week, and you know, you guys are going to laugh. Come, you know, being in Chicago, but our, my first week there, I had a I had a car fire. That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> um, was it on and, the, uh, the school grounds? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, and then South Bend came, but uh, we had that. And then um, you didn't let them put out your fire, though, did you? No, yeah. of course not. <laughs> um, I was just testing you. <laughs> last week, last week on my shift, we went to uh, South Bend, had a pretty good size apartment fire, and we ended up going in on third alarm, and we staged. We didn't get to do anything, but then we left there and we stole another car fire from on our way back to Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got, I, you know what? I can't even imagine the kind of the kind of difficulties you guys are dealing with out there on the campus just uh, i'm sure hydrants are pretty spread out if if at all i'm sure um the way your guys's apparatus is set up i mean not to not to get too weird on you but we don't talk to many guys from out of our area so I, it's always super interesting to hear like different different layouts guys have and yeah where do you where do you hook up let's say you get a, a fire you get another fire at uh the uh, golden dome where do you guys hook up to well every building has uh Fire department connections and then stand pipes and stairwell. So, and our hydrants, we have a lot of hydrants. So, um, it's, we don't worry about any tanker shuttles. We don't have to worry about that. We have water um, when we need it. Um, sometimes there's long lead outs depending on um, where the building's located. Oh, bad. Uh, and if South Bend comes in, they have full size apparatus and they can't come on the sidewalk so they're you know if they're going to lead out it's going to be a long lead out for them. <laughs> it's, it's after a mile and a half walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah this episode of chicago's bravest stories is brought to you by jenico roofing you can find them on facebook j-e-n-i-c-o vince who knows building construction and roofing firefighters do and this company is firefighter owned and operated so Jenico are specialized in residential roof tear-offs here in Chicago and the suburbs. They are licensed and insured. You can get a hold of our friend Jim at Jenico at 815-693-5665. Jenico. When I think about University of Notre Dame Fire Department, you guys are the, the, the actual members the sworn members from that, the fire, fire department, you guys are, are paid through the university? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 
I guess we could go back to say that when you go to church and you put money in the collection, <laughs> you are actually putting money to help fund I'm, the I'm university. Paying <laughs> That's right. yeah, I'm paying okay, I just want I wanted to make that connection so that people were a little more generous yeah. when the basket yeah. came around at church. Right, right. And sometimes and sometimes you know we have to take out of the basket because of our salaries. No, uh, you know what right? How's a guy supposed to eat, right John? How is a guy supposed to eat? <laughs> yeah. And what's uh what's your guys' layouts out there, John with um with shifts? We work 24-hour shift, and we work 24 on, 24 off, 24 on, 24 off, 24 on, four days off. Um, so it's every other day for three days, 24 hours, and then we get four days off. Wow. What's so, a, what's the setup of your of your guys' members? How many, uh, how many firemen do you guys have there? We have uh, 12 suppression firefighters. Uh, we have three alarm technicians, which they work eight-hour days five days a week and basically their job is to maintain the alarm system yeah, all the protection all the audio visual tests um pump tests that's basically what they do and they assist us with whatever we want they're not two of them are not firemen one of them is a fireman um so he can he can double as a technician or he comes and rides the rig um and then we have fire chief assistant chief and then we have an administrative assistant affectionately known as secretary. Um, <laughs> she's the one who really runs the show there, right? Or he. Well, she, she <laughs> seems to think so, but uh, <laughs> she, she doesn't listen, does she? <laughs> no, no. She's not a fan of the show. Uh, no, I, I care. <laughs> um, wow. Well, I mean, again, it's, it's super great talking to John. I, it's, I, I gotta tell you, it's just one of our biggest things around here is just kind of the way we market it is like we we like we'd be if we caught you in the bar we'd be sitting down and BSing with you just like we are right now so it's so it's nice yeah. that we get to put you on uh put you on and have other people here with what you guys got going on what um you know i i know you guys are very professional fire department out there do you guys ever uh play any pranks on each other or uh mess with each other at all or well we're too busy i, I you know yeah. we're too busy to do that kind of stuff but uh-oh. But at, at my other department, I do have a very good story to tell. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you put 30, was, 30 was, years in over there. I can't, I'm sure you got a couple of them, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one this one actually has a little bit of Chicago in it, too. Uh-oh. Um, there was a fireman that worked with me. His name was Bill Carlson. And Bill and I have been friends for 40 years. And this guy is an absolute stand-up guy. Um he started riding in Chicago um, back when Squad 3 ran out of 61's quarters on Wabash. And um, he started riding there. He rode with Emmett Durkin and Fred Hughes. And he actually got me into riding in Chicago myself. So we would go and ride together. We'd ride Squad 5 and what have you. And uh, he got on the job with me at Clay. And he got hired on, I think he was 42 or 43 when that happened. Oh, wow. Well, one thing is, he is he's a prankster, and he can take it very well. And one day, my captain and I, we got to, we got to talking, and I said, you know what? I'm going to do something. I am going to write a letter to Bill from this guy by the name of Ira. And I think you can figure out what Ira is. 
And so I did this letter, and I didn't think it really would go anywhere. Well, the first letter from Ira came from Florida. You asked how it came from Florida. Well, one of our captains back then went to Florida on vacation, took the letter, mailed it from Florida. So Bill gets this letter from Ira. <laughs> Ira Ira's like, you know, kind of stalking him type of thing. And he's like, Where, who in the hell is Ira? Where where'd this come from? And so we like, oh, this this is great. So we I don't know, going, but he sure does couple, think you're handsome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so a couple more letters go out. And it continues well. Our fire chief gets involved in it. His family gets involved with it. And every Christmas, he would have a family reunion in Toledo, Ohio. So here he is going to Toledo, Ohio with his family, and he's pulled up to the Holiday Inn where they're staying. And on the marquee, it says, Ira welcomes the Carlson family. Oh, and he God. could not believe it. He's like, how, what the hell, he said, you know? So, and he goes, they go into the bar, and his daughter goes up to some person, and this person goes up to Bill and says, I understand, you know Ira. And Bill is just dumbfounded. He's like, where is this coming from? So he comes home and he tells us the story and we're like, you're kidding me, right? So the last thing we did, we set up a, a mock training and I'm videotaping it. We're at our other station and we're talking, just having, you know, table talk training. And here comes this guy through the door who is Ira. He's got his shirt <laughs> tied up. He's got these short shorts on. Oh, boy. He's got a bouquet of flowers. And he gives them the bill. And, you know, I'm videotaping it. We're laughing like hell, right? To, I've and seen he, Vince wearing this outfit before, too. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, I take the video, and then I send, I make a copy of it. I send it to Squad 5. And so he goes to write at Squad 5. And they oh. pop this in the VCR. And all the guys are around, and Bill, Bill doesn't know what they're going to watch, right? <laughs> and this comes on. And they're like, Bill, what in the hell is it? Why didn't you tell us you were like this, you know? <laughs> and he's saying, that's not me. You know, and Bill, he's laughing. He's, he's red as hell, right? <laughs> and uh, so he comes back, and um, he figured out, you know, it was me. That you guys were messing with This prank was on months. It went on for months, and when we got we got Ira to come to the station, it was just it was a classic. That's, That's another long play. Yeah, another yeah. long play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. I would expect that from the Catholics over there, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or maybe more so. Who and, knows? <laughs> and he is a devout Catholic. Oh. He is a devout. Even better. Even <laughs> right, better. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So, um, John. When you, has a, a fire department at a Catholic university, are priests high up on the chain of, do, are they included in your chain of command? Do you have any, like, clergy as part of your chain of command? No, we don't. Um, they did. Uh, Brother Barmeo was the chief there. He started in 1939, and he was the longest tenure chief, I think, in the state of Indiana. He did 50 years as chief. And so wow. 50 he years, was in geez. charge, obviously, he was a fire chief, and then the brothers worked under him. But then as the students would come in, obviously, you know, they're all clergy. So, um, yeah, he was in charge 
for 50 years at Notre Dame. So at one point, the, the fire department consisted of clergy, huh? Yes, it was all brothers. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. With yeah. like, yeah. so, do your your members go through a, like a regular academy, just like everybody else, or do you guys do an in-house academy? What what is your training structure for the uh, Notre Dame Fire Department? Well, I when I after I got hired, I became the training officer. They didn't have a, a training officer per se, so I became a training officer. And what we do now is Clay has a, a structured fire academy and i want to say it's like nine months long so we try to get if we get a rookie so to speak that comes in um we'll send them up there now mind you a majority of the guys that get hired at notre dame are former career firefighters elsewhere right so they may they may retire from their present job and come and work at notre dame so they already got the state certifications and you know the they bring the experience with them so we just fine-tweak it a little bit with, with what Notre Dame does. Yeah, okay. kind of um, tailoring it to what you we, guys have going on. Yeah, yeah. But if we get a new person that, you know, they just hire that young kid or what have you, and he doesn't have his state certification, then they will send him through that academy um, to get all of that stuff. So, But that's how we do it. Okay, well... We, uh, we're still going to be coming out. We're still going to do that remote, um, and we'll try to time that. Hopefully the world gets back to normal by the time uh, football season starts. But we're definitely going to take you up on that offer. We're de- definitely taking this show on the road, and we're definitely bringing our gear. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, we're taking, we're taking runs with you guys. <laughs> you can chase alarms all night long. I'll stay in bed. That's, that's, that's great. That's Corey's specialty. I might add, I might add something, though, that we uh, – we made history um, last year. We Uh-oh. hired in a good way. <laughs> we hired a first two female firefighters, and uh, your one fir- of them is your my first guy. your first female firefighter in the history of yes. the nope. Notre Dame Fire Department. Yes. No yes. kidding. Yes, and uh, one of them is my driver, and uh, she. You talk about a solid gal. She is solid. Both of them are, are very good. Um, Mine, you know, she's my driver, so I like talking about her. Uh, she can run circles around me. She's she's 38 years old, and, I mean, she, I can't speak, you know, she's she's just great. Uh, she's learning the job. She went to Clay's Academy. She graduated from there uh, last year, and she's actually a part-time firefighter at Clay as well. And, uh, but she's, she wants to learn. Uh, she's get in the process of getting her degree. And uh, she's just very, very good for our department. Her sister actually is the uh, police chief for Notre Dame Police Department. Oh wow! So yeah, there's another episode. Yeah, so yeah. They, you, yeah, they have their own police department as well. Yes, they do. And they actually they just switched over last year to all police officers. They had public safety officers. Uh, prior to that weren't sworn police officers. They were more of a security thing, but they also had the police too. But now they're fully hundred percent sworn police officers. With all the uh with all the brawls that they got going on there, I can't even imagine getting in between some of these uh you know, you, you get the Ohio State showing up over there. Things aren't gonna be uh, <laughs> things aren't gonna be nice and easy going into the fourth quarter. Well, there goes yeah, all, our, all our Ohio State fans of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Nice since, since COVID took over our lives, like, we haven't been quite as busy, obviously, because, you know, they sent the students home and they're not back yet. And they actually pretty much closed the university for a period of time. Um, so we weren't busy at all. They actually changed our shifts uh, during that. They added a fourth shift and took one guy from each shift to create that shift. And we ended up working 48 hours on and six days off. And I got to tell you, I love that schedule. I didn't mind the 48 hours off. Some of the guys hated it because they had a lot of kids at home and they were doing the e-learning online and oh, yeah. driving them. You know, they so, you know, being home six days was, they're like, we can't wait to get back to the firehouse, you know? So yeah. that, was a, that was a great schedule. That was a great schedule. Yeah. Ironically, people have been trying to throw me on fourth shift for a long time, too. <laughs> we only have three <laughs> shifts up here, just so you know. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> do, you ha- do you have any uh, uh, projects coming up, anything that we can uh, shed some light on? You got anything that you want to talk about? Um this is uh, we're, this is a roll call, so we we don't want to uh, rush you. Um, but is there anything that you want to like um, promote? Well, a, um, one thing that we're heavily involved with is Hoosier Burn Camp. Um, they're out of Battleground, Indiana, and um, that's a big thing. There, there's a lot of uh, departments that. Uh, donate to Hoosier Burn Camp, and there's a lot of good programs that uh, they offer. Um, summer Camp is a big thing that they offer. Um, so that's, I, I think that's uh, that's one of the things that we really, really like. Strongly support, uh, yeah. That's yeah, phenomenal, it's a, John. It's, it's a great thing. Do you know uh, how um, how people would go out there to, re- to reach out to them? or? Um, they have a website. It's, it's www.hoosierburncamp.org. Um, they're on Facebook, and they also have a phone number. Their phone number is 765-567-0115. You can go on that website to, uh, to donate. It's a great cause. It's a great cause. Um, and it's HoosierBurnCamp.org, Hoosier right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, like we have a, a burn camp out here that a lot of people support, and they took a big hit with the you know with the whole COVID thing, too. So I know that um, these guys need some extra support after, you know, going through the COVID. A lot of these burn camps lost a lot of funding just because they couldn't um, be out in the public and they couldn't have these kids uh, coming out and stuff like that. So um, we really need to support these guys a little more. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's for the young burn survivors, you know, and it's, like you said, it's, I'm sure they took a hit like everybody's taken a hit during this pandemic, so... Um, I, I, it'd be appreciated, you know, people donate to that. It's a great cause and, and we support it fully. So awesome. Well, Lieutenant Nurgis, thank you so much. Thanks for making the time for us. Um, and I got to tell you, I'm, I couldn't be more excited about, uh, I mean, if you're going to twist my arm and force me to go down to a university to hang out with a bunch of guys and, um, and maybe even check out a football game. You, you, you couldn't do, it, it wouldn't be that hard. So thank you again, Lieutenant. Hey John, and, and thanks for uh, volunteering Corey to cook that day too. 
Oh, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think your lieutenantness outranks his lieutenantness, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent does. Uh, again, thank you so much for the invite. Thank you so much for uh, spending a half hour with us. And uh, you guys, please, if you can help out, HoosierBurnCamp.org um, for the burn camp that uh, Lieutenant John Nurgis supports. Yeah. From yes. the University yeah, of would, Notre Dame Fire Department. I want to. I want to thank you guys for inviting you know inviting me to the show and and our department. Um, I listened to your show and some of the some of the people you had on absolutely you know funny you know serious. It's just it's great and you know I, riding in Chicago all the years that I did you know a lot of the names that that you spoke of on your show you know I, I knew and. Um, it was just, it was a great time in my life. You know, I learned a lot, you know, from, from your department and uh, just some, some great guys, great guys through the years and just, just awesome time. Well, we very much appreciate that. And like we've said to other people um, out there is like, this is your show. You know, you guys let us know what you want to hear, who you want to hear. We're just the guys who are lucky enough to sit down in the studio and, have a drink with these people or call them on the phone and just spend some time with them and stuff that we would want to do anyways, just hear these stories. Uh, we're just lucky enough that we get to share them with other people. So uh, thank you so much. We appreciate the support and uh, we'll see you out in South Bend. Awesome. Awesome guys. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a fire and iron media production. You have something to say, people want to listen. How is that, Daddy? The opinions and views are that of Chicago's bravest stories and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.